Hi, welcome to Bookie. Today we will unlock the book The 4-Hour Workweek, Escape 9 to 5, Live Anywhere, and Join the New Rich. This book will challenge your view of how you live your life, especially when it comes to your retirement plan. Please join us on this journey towards a new way of work and life. Think about this question first, do you look forward to living the good life after retirement? What is it like? Maybe you have planned on playing games all day, are keen to pack your bag and travel the world, or maybe write a memoir of your own. No matter what your answer is, you should think again about this kind of deferred life plan, that is, the idea of spending most of your prime years working and saving money, then spending the money during your retirement. This type of thinking is very common. But this book believes that the reality of your retirement life may not be as good as you expected, and it's often too late to regain what you have lost. The best outcome for this plan is that you turn into a bald fat guy sitting in a red BMW. This book offers a new way of thinking, like the new rich, you can break down your 20 years of retirement into mini retirement episodes and insert them throughout your whole lifespan. In doing this, you can begin to enjoy your life and work for many years to come. Who is the new rich and what is mini retirement? We will talk more about them in the next chapter. Here, we'd like to state that an aspirational lifestyle is not beyond imagination, just the opposite. It is within our reach and can be attained by shifting your mindset and following the guidelines in this book. You can become a member of the new rich and turn your dreams into a reality. Next, we will explain the main ideas of the book 4-Hour Workweek in three parts. Part 1, How Does the New Rich Work and Live? Part 2, How to Live Like a New Rich Without Quitting Your Job? Part 3, How to Build an Income Autopilot? Chapter 2, Who Are the New Rich? Compared with other people, the new rich are more likely to leave behind bad circumstances, go after their dreams, and find meaning in their work they spend the least amount of cost to achieve the best results, they often plan vacations and adventures every year instead of cramming them into an unpredictable end-of-life retirement. In other words, they enforce so-called mini-retirements, the new rich are neither employers nor employees, they are the owners, and they pursue quality rather than quantity. The author, Tim Ferriss, belongs to the rank of the new rich. Once, Ferris was chatting with a businessman named Mark on a flight. Mark is a wealthy businessman who owns almost all gas stations, convenience stores, and casinos in South Carolina. Every time he and his mates go to the casino, they lose more than a half million dollars, but he doesn't mind at all. However, when talking about his business, Mark was sad because he spent 30 years with people he didn't like, doing stuff he wasn't into, and buying things he didn't need. Life was boring for Mark. All of these were red flags that put Ferris on alert. He didn't want to turn into Mark. As such, Ferris and one of his friends, entrepreneur Douglas Price, decided to keep an eye on each other's development. If one of them was slacking, the other would remind him, Hey mate, are you that bald fat man in the red BMW? That old bald man became a symbol of boredom for Ferris and Price. You see, for the new rich, boredom is their enemy, not failure. Ferris is a Japanese-style horseback archer, an Irish hurling player, a national Chinese-style kickboxing champion, and the first American in history to hold a Guinness World Record in tango. These are not his job titles but his hobbies.
he has also learned various techniques to achieve these goals. For the new rich, failure does not matter Ferris has experienced many failures. What's most important is that you're attracted to and driven by your endeavors, because genuine interest will lead you to unexpected success. Unlike the new rich, most people are simply planning for a deferred life. This includes a mindset that one must spend 40 years working hard so that their real life can start when they hit 60. Perhaps you can sense the absurdity of this life plan when it's said out loud. But we can all agree that this is a common mindset. Ferris believes that it's wrong to make retirement the ultimate goal. Those who are willing to do so usually encounter three issues. First is the fact that you don't like the job you did in your prime years. In other words, you don't like your current job. Second is a commonly overlooked fact. Most people's retirement plan does not reflect the basic living standards, especially today when the average life expectancy is greatly improved. The third issue is that if you have enough savings after retirement, it might signify that you are a capable person who craves more activities. Sooner or later, you will get bored, tired of doing nothing, and perhaps have itchy feet. So, if the deferred life plan has such high uncertainty, why don't we get rid of it and start living our preferred life today? Well, mini retirements might be the solution here. The new rich allocates mini retirements throughout their entire lives instead of cramming them into their later years. You must have heard the term gap year. For a gap year, you can travel to open your mind, rethink your life plan, recharge yourself, and find your next goal. Mini retirement is shorter than the gap year. Every year, you will use a few months for traveling. It can be a dreamy adventure in South America, or scuba diving in the clearest seas on Earth, it may even be a bold exploration of Antarctica, who knows, you might enjoy watching penguins. Of course, traveling is just one of the options. You can also be like Henry David Thoreau and find your own Walden Lake, detox your body and your mind, or experience the world in any way you like. You see, the lifestyle of the new rich is all about infinite possibilities and vivid imagination. Now that we have explained the behavioral patterns of the new rich, let's move on to talk about their economic patterns. The new rich have a unique understanding of personal financial management. They are particularly good at using the comparative advantage theory. The law of comparative advantage is a key concept in economics, popularly attributed to English political economist David Ricardo several centuries ago. It is still the cornerstone of the law of international trade. Comparative advantage suggests that each country has its own unique resources and products. They should focus on exporting the goods they have a relative advantage in and shift the burden of ailing industries to other countries. Thus, the global economy will perform at the most efficient level. Regarding financial management, you should also use the law of comparative advantage and enjoy the benefits of geographical pricing and exchange rate volatility. There are many online platforms, such as Alance or YMII, that offer outsourcing services. You can trade simple tasks to developing regions such as South America or India, where doing the same job can cost $10 in the U.S., but maybe only $2 over there. You should also take advantage of geographical pricing to gain better and more exciting experiences in foreign countries, where they may cost less than they would in the USA. For financial management gurus like Ferris, 
they will also greatly reduce the cost of traveling by planning the right journey and choosing the right time. For example, he once designed a world tour, including Los Angeles, Tokyo, Singapore, Bangkok, Mumbai, London, and Frankfurt. Guess how much it cost? The jaw-dropping price of only $1,399. In terms of work, the new rich focus on efficiency and only do what matters, in other words, they focus on where value is generated. The first tool the new rich use is the 80-20 principle. The 80-20 principle, also known as Pareto's Law, asserts that 80% of outcomes result from 20% of all causes for any given event. Let's look at how Ferris applied this principle in his work. First, he evaluated his business and found that most of his work was dealing with customers. It wasted a lot of time. As such, he made up his mind to stop contacting 95% of his customers, completely cancel cooperation with 2% of his customers, and leave only the 3% of them who were the best. In order words, he now only had to deal with 5 out of more than 120 wholesale customers. But these 5 customers brought in 95% of their income, and they were very polite, followed the procedures and rarely made trouble. In this case, Ferris has not lost much profit but saved 98% of his time, which greatly improved his work efficiency. Next, let's take a look at the second efficiency tool used by the new rich Parkinson's Law, where the complexity of work expands when it is given more time. For example, students will often take as long to finish an assignment as they're given. Regardless of whether they're given a week, a month, or a whole semester to complete an assignment, they will likely finish it right before the deadline. The new rich use Parkinson's Law to set a realistic time frame at work. If a certain task could technically be completed by the end of next month, but you know that it's possible to get it done within a few days, you can set a deadline for yourself to finish the task within that time frame. Ferris points out in the book that most of the time, the quality of one's work is equal to or even higher when it's completed in a shorter time frame. This is because we've focused all of our energy on managing the bare essentials within a limited period of time. In the book The Happiness Equation, Sam Reyna led a technical team to develop a large website. It usually takes several months, but Reyna took an innovative approach to this project. He told the company in advance that they would have a full-day meeting tomorrow. Then the next day at the meeting, he announced that they only had one day to build the website. Guess what? They made it. The company functioned like a group of worker bees, and everyone took actions and contributed their extraordinary efforts to accomplish this miracle. In summary, the new rich pay great attention in assessing their work efficiency. The new rich value efficiency and believe that only value-generating activities matter. That concludes the first part of today's bookie, How the New Rich Work and Live. The new rich don't want to be the fat, bald guy sitting in a red BMW. They think the deferred life plan is a terrible idea, instead, they would rather allocate many retirements throughout their lives. The new rich use comparative advantage theory to outsource and simplify their work and life. Their secret weapon is that they only do the really important things and pursue ultimate efficiency. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play, 
Get your free mind snack now.